1: Hello everyone, I hope that you're having a wonderful day and welcome back to another episode. In usual fashion, I sat down to record this episode and then I changed my mind about what I wanted it to be about, essentially about the topic of the episode. Something to know about me is creatively, I feel that I'm able to bring the most energy and intention when. Things feel the most relevant, if that makes sense. So, I am someone that finds it quite hard to pre plan content and pre schedule content and kind of batch record content because of the fact that I have things that come through in the moment that feel much more potent and that I really want to share. And so, the topic for today that I was originally going to do, I am certainly going to revisit. But what I'm finding in conversations right now and in what I feel inspired to talk about is that I want to speak on a certain topic and I don't have necessarily the most concrete and laid out structure for this episode. So this is definitely going to fall into the category of more of a stream of consciousness episode where we just unpack something that is... Kind of circulating in my space right now and feels really important to talk about. And I, I guess, just for context, the way that I also go about creating content and creating, you know, offerings and different things like that is I do it in response to inspiration that I feel, but also in response to what people are positively responding to or having questions about or having feedback about so it feels like certain topics are asking of me more exploration both within myself and then anytime that I start to share those on the podcast or in my content or in any area of my community I feel like that provides an opportunity to really explore that in more depth and kind of what I'm trying to say is that when I go into topics when they feel the most fresh is when I feel I'm able to kind of enter that flow state and just really not be in a space of having to perfectly articulate my words and perfectly articulate everything in such a way, but really just get to the root of what we're here to talk about. Something that I find really exciting and fun and interesting and The whole point for me of this space, of this online space, of this podcast community is to experiment and to explore and to be curious and to ask questions and to have conversations. And so I think it can be kind of fun to let go of pre-planned content, pre-planned scheduled stuff and just explore and experiment different ways of expressing that for me feels Really good and feels really freeing. And I've mentioned several times throughout the duration of this podcast that that is really all that I'm here to do. I'm not here to be perfect. I'm not here to always have a perfectly well articulated script that is super well researched and, you know, all of that. And I'm not saying that there isn't value in that and that I don't sometimes feel compelled to do that type of episode but I think it's good to have a little bit of diversity in the way that we express because it allows us to have channels where we can be a little bit more structured if we want to and then also having spaces to have more of a stream of consciousness if you will and a more organic way of expressing and being able to invite you into that space That for me is the best way for me to continue to creatively express myself without becoming resentful because personally, if I create too much structure and too much expectation and too much of a cookie cutter template that I have to follow, it creates frustration and it doesn't allow me to fully get into that creative flow space I will say before getting into this episode because we've just kind of gone on a tangent about creativity which isn't related to what we're going to be talking about but I will say that structure does support me absolutely and there was a period in my life where I didn't believe that. I thought that I wanted things to be completely unstructured. So I kind of swung from one side of the pendulum to the other where I had so much structure and so much routine in my life and I got to the point where that was suffocating. And then I swung to the opposite side where I didn't want anything to be structured. I didn't want anything to have any sort of framework attached to it or regularity attached to it. I wanted to be in this space of like living moment to moment. And what I found was ultimately that made me feel in a sense unsafe. Where I'm at now, which feels really good, but also does require making micro adjustments every so often, is somewhere in between the two. Allowing systems and structures to support me and to make my life more efficient where possible so that I'm not always having to start from a completely blank canvas because that can also be overwhelming and daunting but not allowing them to completely dominate how I express myself and then not allow myself to actually move beyond the systems or structures when I feel like that's necessary. So right now is one of those moments and it to me feels really good to allow myself this space to just show up and Express whatever needs to be expressed because it feels really important and it feels really relevant. And the rest kind of taking care of itself and knowing that I always have these structures to come back to when I'm feeling like I need that support a little bit more. So I guess you have been pre warned on the off chance that this is coming across all over the place. I think that it can actually be kind of cool to allow ourselves to just show up and not need to be perfect. And for me, this is almost like exposure therapy to that. So you are a part of that process. And I'm so grateful to have a community that is welcoming of that and accepting of that because I will say that I've shifted and changed and evolved and moved away from doing things a certain way and stopped doing things a certain way and started doing things a different way so many times because it feels good to me to be able to evolve in the way that I'm feeling called to and that I'm responding to my environment and what's working and what's not working but I think sometimes that can be scary because we're taught to really cling on to the things that we've started to finish what we've started and to continue operating in the same way that we always have. So sometimes it can be scary certainly to deviate from that. So today is one of the completely blank canvas days. I don't have a plan. I don't have a script. I usually do, in case you're curious to know, have a few bullet points or sometimes a more comprehensive script when I have some things that I really want to articulate because I'll often forget as I go throughout the episode I kind of just enter into the state where I literally can't remember what I just said I'm not sure if anyone else experiences that but anyhow no script for today blank canvas we're starting from scratch but allow me to introduce the topic that I would like to discuss and I'll explain why I want to discuss it as well the reason that I want to share this topic is because first of all i haven't seen that many conversations about this idea and about this kind of way of approaching things and I guess specifically, way of approaching things like manifestation and creating your desired reality. It's something that I've been exploring in my own life and that I also create opportunity for others to explore in the design your character notion template. And what I've been finding is anytime I kind of speak on the subject, there are some questions and some desire to explore this particular part of the process a little bit further. So in order to unpack today's topic, I want to rewind a little bit. And if you listened to last week's episode on design your character and that process, then you'll probably have a good idea or at least somewhat of an idea of what we're going to discuss today. But if you haven't listened to that episode, then I'll give a little bit of context and background before we get into it. Something you'll hear quite often in the realm of manifestation and designing your reality and designing your character when I talk about this is the importance of clarifying your vision getting clear on what it is that you're asking for and what it is that you desire and the reason that I think for me personally this is really important and how I imagine it is as though I'm entering a destination into a GPS you may still arrive to the same outcome even if you don't necessarily clarify your vision. So if you're not actually going about this process, then you may still arrive at the same outcome. But in the same way that if you had your destination entered into a GPS, you would likely get there much more efficiently and perhaps more quickly. And the reason being is we're that much more receptive and aware of things going on in our environment, opportunities presenting themselves, thoughts, beliefs, habits, patterns that are aligned to that vision that we have for ourselves. And we can be that much more receptive and aware of creative impulses that we're having and ideas that we're having and it can be a little bit easier to basically match that to the vision that we have for ourselves as opposed to kind of just going back and forth in our head of well should i do this shouldn't i do this when we don't really have a clear idea of where we're actually wanting to go so when we want to consciously create our reality and be able to play around with it in an intentional way, having clarity of vision can really help us because as I mentioned, it can provide a roadmap and clues in our environment that we are on our way there. So I think the traditional way of going about creating a vision is to journal about it, to identify your core values, to start to build your reality around that, and perhaps to create a vision board. And What I began to notice within myself was that these really helped me to gain a clearer sense of where I wanted to go. However, when it comes to our desired reality, there is also the piece of the physical sensations and essentially how we expect to feel when that comes into our lives. Because ultimately, if we think about anything that we desire in life it's due to how we think it will make us feel and the sensation that we expect to feel in our bodies when we actually receive this thing that we desire. So it can be helpful to expand beyond just having a visual representation of our desired reality and really get clear, as I mentioned, on the physical sensations that we expect to feel and everything that encompasses the sensory experience that we want to have. So this is what I refer to in the Design Your Character template as building out the sensory experience library. I kind of like to think of this as a little virtual reality that we create in order to really be able to immerse ourselves in In the sensory experience that we wish to have so i'll actually start to provide a little bit more specifics into this but the whole idea is that again coming back to having clarity around what it is that we want to do and where we want to go it can help us in the present be more receptive to experiences opportunities sensations thoughts beliefs that match that Desired reality or match the path to that desired reality. On a moment to moment basis, we could essentially ask ourselves what reality is this thought activating? What reality is this decision activating? Is it activating me continuing to be in this place that I've decided and identified and committed to moving out of? Or is it activating even a small shift? tiny shift into the experience that I desire to have. And before I actually introduce a couple of examples of this, I want to just say that in this process of identifying the sensory experience that we'd like to have and then being able to cultivate that in the present moment, this isn't about rejecting difficult challenging or what is often called as negative emotion because i think that can create build-up when we don't acknowledge the way that we're feeling or we bypass it but when we've identified and allowed ourselves to desire something beyond perhaps the experience that we're having presently, so we've allowed ourselves to desire being happy and we've allowed ourselves to desire being free, then when we do have these moments of experiencing a difficult emotion or experiencing the opposite of happiness or freedom, we're not altogether beaten down because we've already got a roadmap and a blueprint for getting back to that physical sensation. Right now, this may sound a little bit abstract, so I want to get into a little bit more clarity around what this process could look like. So first of all, as I mentioned, a really helpful part of the process, and I would recommend going to listen to Design Your Character first on some of the other elements that we can start to work towards to build our vision and to establish our core values and some of the characteristics that we'd like to embody. But when it comes to this idea of building out the sensory experience of our desired reality and then beginning to call in that sensory experience and cultivate it into our present reality, I'm going to give you an idea of what that looks like for me. And I'll also just mention that another reason that this process can be super helpful and supportive is because it doesn't always require something on the external to change in order for us to experience the sensation that we wish to have. So it's almost like we are reverse engineering our desired reality and saying, Well, I desire whatever it is, whether it's money, a partnership, a new job. I desire this thing because I expect that it will make me feel this way. And I recognize that I can cultivate that feeling in my present reality without anything necessarily needing to change. So, how can I give myself every day this sensory experience that I'm wishing to have without? The money or partner or job needing to have manifested already. It's also important to note that it is a very valid thing and is a very valid experience to have difficulty in accessing certain physical sensations and feelings and emotions that we associate with our desired reality when we're in survival mode so of course while we talk about the internal work that we can do to give ourselves a sensory experience that we want to have the reality is and I think this seems to be missing from some of the conversations that I've witnessed and heard and listened to is that we live in a world where our internal world is influenced by our external world and vice versa. And therefore, if we're in an environment or in a circumstance or in a situation that is perpetuating a state of being in survival mode and essentially fight or flight, it is very valid and we don't need to shame ourselves for having difficulty in accessing certain sensations. With that said, let's talk a little bit about how you can initiate this process for yourself, and how that might be supportive to you. A precursor to this reflection, in my opinion, is just having at least somewhat of an understanding of your desired reality or whatever it is that you desire. So,
0: Hold up!
1: This comes a little bit later where you've already kind of identified your core values and your characteristics and started to shape your desired reality and what you want your character to look like and the role that you want to play. You've gone on to kind of start to form a vision board and a visual representation of your desired reality. And then you go on to kind of extend and build that out to answer the question of what does it feel like, look like, taste like, smell like, sound like to live in this desired reality. You can basically identify for every aspect of your desired reality what the sensation you expect to feel is when you are living it. So Once you have somewhat of an idea of what it is that you desire and your desired reality, you can start to consider what feelings or emotions do you associate with that desired reality. So is it more calmness, relaxation, excitement, freedom, adventure, fun, play, creativity, love, expression? And then from there... And this may take some time because I think it's a very new thing for many of us to actually begin to describe what that feels like physically, but starting to consider what those emotions actually feel like physically in your body and what physical sensations come to mind. So I'll give you an example of this. Something that is at the root of a lot of my desired reality, and I've mentioned this many times, is freedom. And I have other factors, other core values that are really important to me, but we're just going to take this through first. So, going into what that actually feels like, what the feelings and emotions and physical sensations feel like in my body, for me, this feels like spaciousness, feels like having an open heart. It feels more on the side of lightness. And for me, what helps me to consider the sensation of freedom is what I feel when I feel the opposite of freedom. So for example, when I feel confined or when I feel kind of claustrophobic, that manifests as a tight chest feeling really tense and heavy and sometimes hot and my mind is racing. I can't collect my thoughts and so what does the opposite of that feel like? It feels like softness in the chest, warmth throughout my body, a clear mind. So the reality is, is everything I'm experiencing, I'm experiencing through my senses. So what I desire to experience is actually just a sensory experience. What if I could start to identify the things in my life now that are offering me the opportunity to experience the same physical sensations that I'm wanting more of. So for me, I started to actually reflect on this in relation to freedom. I started to, again, sometimes it's easier for me to notice when I feel the opposite of that. So again, when I feel the tightness, when I feel the tension, and what are the things that help me to ease that tightness and that tension, and what am I doing when I'm not feeling that way? So for me, just a few examples, having a really busy schedule makes me feel confined, makes me feel that tension. So it's clear to me that in order to experience more of what it is that I want to experience physically, I need to allow myself to take my time, be less rushed, have a more open schedule, not overcommit myself socially. Another big thing for me is when I allow myself to speak freely and express myself freely here on the podcast, on social media, really anywhere that I'm presenting myself. I find, again, a good indicator for me that I'm not in alignment with this experience is when I feel this confinement and like I said at the beginning of this episode that happens when I feel like I have way too much structure and I'm not allowing myself to kind of move outside of those structures. Another example of this is when I allow myself to let go or evolve away from tasks and projects that are consuming a lot of my energy, but perhaps aren't producing the right results or are no longer giving me joy. And of course, it's important to mention here that I'm not suggesting that you should just stop doing everything that you're doing if you don't like it, because quite often that's not really a Uh, an accessible possibility for many of us but looking at the small things that we do day to day looking at the things that are within our control that we're able to perhaps let go of that are consuming our energy and are creating that that sense of tension at least in my experience so a good example of this would be in my business I was doing a lot of email marketing at the beginning because that's what I was told you were supposed to do that's like the golden rule of marketing is that you have to have an email list you have to build an email list but what I was recognizing was it wasn't enjoyable for me and it wasn't producing any results and because I work for myself I have the freedom to choose whether or not I want to continue with something and the answer for me doesn't always have to be that I stop doing something necessarily, but that I reflect on the way that I'm doing it and the energy that I'm bringing into it. And what I find is things start to feel confining and claustrophobic when I'm putting so much energy into doing it the way that works for somebody else's makeup and their system, but doesn't necessarily work for mine. I've realized about myself, especially since becoming self-employed, that I have a very different way of thriving than the way that I've been taught to. And so anytime that I try to force myself to operate in the way that someone else has taught me to, but that feels really inefficient or feels really frustrating to me, that's when I start to feel really badly about myself and when I start to experience A lot of anxiety and stress and tension and so giving myself the freedom to find my own way of doing things and to find my own way of approaching tasks that creates the physical sensation of freedom for me another big way is taking regular breaks throughout the day just doing nothing this really helps to have again clarity in my head and also another one for me is Having a clean space, that invokes the feeling of spaciousness and lightness and clarity. And then the last one, which is a recent discovery, is completing things gives me a sense of clarity and gives me that sense of completeness, which makes me feel spacious and light. They don't even have to be massive tasks or massive endeavors because quite often I can actually get overwhelmed by that type of thing. But even really small tasks that I set out to do, when I finish them, I feel a sense of ease and I feel that sense of openness. So even something like cleaning out a desk or cleaning out a drawer, I find that these are all things that don't necessarily require me to have any huge shifts happen in my external reality, but that can help me to invoke these physical sensations that I'm wanting to have. So just to summarize being able to get clear on what it is that we expect to feel when we arrive into our desired reality, what it is that we desire to feel, what we're wanting more of, and then what in our life right now do we have access to that we can use to support ourselves to cultivate more of those physical sensations that we're wishing to have? And are there any things that we need to invite into our life, for example, new ways of thinking or new routines, that can invite those sensations again without needing to necessarily make big changes or for big things to have manifested in our reality. This also helps to, for me, keep the focus on the things that I can control and not spend so much time ruminating on the how and the when and Basically trying to have a huge amount of control over the way that things do manifest into my reality and the external factors that are ultimately beyond my control. We can get to this point of wholeness from within ourselves so that we aren't always seeking external factors to fill a void or give us the happiness we want. But when it does come, when we have already been able to give ourselves the sensations and the experience that we're wanting to have, the physical manifestation provides the opportunity to basically enhance that experience. So this is why quite often you'll hear that it's important to kind of look within yourself and work on yourself before getting into a relationship and I know this isn't the case for everyone and of course it's not to say that we can't grow within a relationship and work on ourselves within a relationship but for me the energy that I was bringing into relationships and the dynamics that I was bringing into relationships in the past were creating relationships that were really unpleasant for me to be in and I never really felt worth being fully respected and fully valued and fully accepted. And so the dynamics that were showing up for me were quite often being ghosted or not being well communicated with or just really having to chase and really having to work hard for attention. When I did meet the partner that shifted this for me and that I really had a completely different dynamic coming into he's the person i'm still with and it's genuinely just the most supportive and healthy and happy relationship i've ever been in i was really at a place where i was comfortable in myself and i was comfortable being single probably for the first time it's not to say that i am not still working on myself in this relationship and that i won't always be however it's just The feeling that I have in this relationship coming into it already having been pretty comfortable within myself is so different from relationships where I was looking to be completed or I was looking to receive something that I wasn't even giving to myself. And I also think that's why when we focus so heavily on how we want something to come to us In other words, let's say we want money and we're just fixating so heavily on how it's going to come to us, but we forget to actually consider how we want to feel. That thing can come into our lives and we still carry forward those same habits that don't feel good even when we have the thing that we desire. And when it comes to giving ourselves the sensory experience in whichever small ways we can that we expect to feel when we're living our desired reality, I just want to also close this off by saying these really don't have to be big drastic shifts and big drastic changes because the reality is is on a sensory level, the feeling can be the same when we have a small experience that invokes this sense of, in my case, freedom. Like I said, just completing tiny tasks, finishing tiny things, or even having the freedom to allow myself to choose how I'm going to do something and letting myself do something in a slightly different way, letting myself do my hair in a slightly different way or brush my teeth in a slightly different way and just providing myself with the choice and the freedom to choose. It's such a small, tiny shift. But again, if I can create these small, tiny shifts that are invoking the same sensory experience that I'm wishing to have, which is that of openness and spaciousness and calm and relaxation and a sense of clarity then I'm in a really good place to be able to actually meet the thing, meet the desired reality from that space and like I said at the beginning of the episode I have a really good blueprint and a really good indicator for when I am in alignment because I can tell by the way that it's making me feel physically and I'll just reiterate because I think sometimes it can be difficult to reflect on how it is we want to feel physically but something that a lot of us have within our awareness is how we don't want to feel so I'll just offer that that can be a really good place to start and at the same time time the conversation surrounding manifestation is that you shouldn't talk about what you don't want and all of these things but the reality is is within your awareness you more than likely know what you don't want so if you can use that to be an information source to tell you what it is that you actually desire then from my perspective i don't think it makes sense to completely deny that you don't want to have a certain experience because again it can provide you with important information about what you do want to experience. So that brings us to the end of the episode and today was kind of fun because I provided myself with the opportunity to have the sensory experience that I'm wanting to have which as I mentioned is freedom and feels like spaciousness and feels like openness and feels like curiosity and clarity and I allowed myself to have this experience by Doing something that makes me feel free, which is giving myself the opportunity to just freely express without a great deal of structure and to basically see what happens. And interestingly, something else that happened as I was recording this episode is I got a message from my friend who asked me if I wanted to go to the beach for a couple of hours. And again, giving myself the permission to do that made me feel so good. So You wouldn't probably be able to tell, obviously, because I recorded this episode, but I did give myself a little break, which is what I said in this episode was something that gave me that feeling of freedom, and really that's the best that I can do for myself, is to simply become aware of the opportunities that already exist within my current reality to further embody the experience that I'm wanting to have, and so it was really cool in this episode to be able to actually kind of live out that example that I just shared and to be able to see that happening in real time and then to be able to notice how I feel so yeah this was a really lovely experiment and thank you as always for receiving me not just in my most structured and organized times but also in the moments where I feel called to express myself a little bit more freely and just sit down and see where see where the episode takes us. So thank you for being along for that journey. I hope that you found something helpful and valuable in this episode and like I mentioned this is part of the sensory experience library in the design your character template but of course as with anything that I do it's not necessary to have that in order to actually be able to integrate these Practices and processes into your life. So if you do, I hope that this is supportive and helpful to you. I will leave it at that for this week and thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in next week's episode.
0: Hold up.